Hello, it is Stuart here with the first ever episode of The Thought Sessions, Conversations About All Things Life. It's basically just a podcast about me putting my thoughts uh, into a medium for, for people to have a conversation with. Now, the original idea started off on Reddit. I just started off live streaming um, on Reddit one day and people uh, came in and uh, had conversations with me about my my viewpoints and, and things like that. So what I'm going to do is instead of pulling the audio from Reddit and uh, uploading it as a podcast because the audio uh, isn't the best when you're live streaming, is I'm going to record the um the the episodes using the questions that were asked in chat so that I can kind of summarize what I was saying in the uh, Reddit live stream in a podcast episode. It also means we can cut out all the gaps and just get straight to the talking points. Okay, so this first episode will cover a uh, recorded live uh, broadcast that I posted to Reddit r slash distant socializing. And the title was, I'm Scottish, a Stoic, and a Nihilist. Let's chill and chat. I'll talk about anything. And it was originally uploaded on the 2nd of September, 2020. So uh, the first question I got was the last good movie that I saw. And the last good movie I saw was uh, probably Logan. Um, probably Logan. Uh, I watched it, or rewatched it again fairly recently. And I love how the film isn't afraid to touch on aspects of mortality that other superhero movies, uh, you know, don't really, don't really address. Because at the time of its release, Infinity War was, was there, obviously, but we, we knew that um, a lot of these characters were going to be resurrected um, in Endgame. But the, the difference with Logan is we're, we're seeing the death of an icon in the Wolverine, which is uh, something that James Mangold handled beautifully. So, um, yeah, that was the last good movie I saw. <laughs> Uh, usually I'd, I'd interact with you with with the audience live but like I said this is more of a kind of a rendition or a cover of the the live session um so the next question I got uh, was from dusk roller and uh, they asked what cryptid do you believe in um, and for that kind of question because I'm Scottish obviously the Loch Ness monster uh, always comes up in reddit sessions which is awesome um, I do believe in the Loch Ness monster um, I believe that um, there's definitely something in Loch Ness that we are unable to find. I also believe in things like unicorns, and I believe that most myths and legends around cryptids like Bigfoot and, and the Chupacabra and so on must have a seed of truth somewhere. Um, otherwise, um, you know, they, they wouldn't be myths or legends. Whether it's just um, humans back in history, uh, you know, not understanding what they're seeing or, or seeing species that are already catalogued for the you know for the scientific community but just not back then you know what i mean like misunderstanding creatures and what they're seeing maybe that's got something to do with it but personally i believe that you know there are cryptids out there that we have yet to discover so the next um oh and i forgot to mention that the first question was a paragon till death that's who asked the, the movie question so um, next on list, uh, these were just like starting questions, so we get into really deep stuff later. Uh, the next question was by LCGTW12, and they asked, who's your favorite Pokemon? <laughs> Which is an easy, easy, easy question for me to answer. It is hands down Lucario. 
all the way. I even have, it's a super nerdy, I know, but I have a Lucario um, Instagram account where I post pictures of me and my virtual Lucario in different places and doing uh, gym battles and all kind of sorts and Pokemon Go. <laughs> I'm not going to leave the handle because it's nerdy and it's just a bit fun. Um, so let's keep on scrolling down. Um, so the next question was from AFO1465. And this person asked, um, isn't Stoicism and Nihilism kind of incompatible as belief structures? Uh, so this was referring to the title, you know, I'm a Stoic uh, and a Nihilist, you know, come talk, well, I'll answer anything. And, um, he, you know, Eavo makes a very good point that the two are fundamentally incompatible if you take the kind of mainstream iterations of them. But um, something I failed to specify in my title and that I, you know, explored in my Reddit session was that Stoicism and Nihilism have various different branches. And for me, um, I'm a follower of Stoic, um, like practical sto Stoicism. And uh, I, I've got some um, moralist nihilism beliefs in there. So those two uh, branches or thought systems are somewhat compatible. Um, so for example, stoicism for me, practical stoicism is based upon uh, emotions, I think, and how we handle or process emotions. And so a lot of people think stoicism um, is fundamentally about controlling emotions controlling emotions um, or not feeling emotions but I, I, I couldn't be that couldn't be closer from the truth uh, personally I believe stoicism is or stoic, what stoicism is about is rather um, to do with the how we handle emotion and so rather not letting emotions control us and not trying to control emotions but rather just feeling emotions for what they are and handling them for what they are and going through them for what they are rather than trying to let them dictate our life. And so a quote that I, uh, I often um, you know, speak about when in relation to stoicism and, and emotion is um, you know, not to fear pain or not to live in fear of pain and not to live um, with a desire for pleasure and realizing that both of those states can manipulate you um, and manipulate your behavior in ways that you know you normally wouldn't see uh for example uh fear of you know of loss and the pain that's associated with loss could drive you to um you know commit acts that you wouldn't normally commit for example to protect a loved one um that's just an extreme example um so that's the kind of uh, stoicism that i that, that i kind of that i associate with um, for for nihilism, there's there's main the two main branches I guess and and mainstream and that would be uh, existential nihilism and moral nihilism. I'm not going to go into details because uh, I covered in my Reddit sessions. I'm not a smart uh, dude. I'm I'm actually really dumb when it comes to real life shit. So usually I just uh, I I know about me best, but I don't really. Uh, read into a lot of, of, of other stuff and part of the reason I do the reddit sessions and now part of the reason I'm launching a podcast is so that I can learn um, from different people and gain different perspectives about the world um, so in terms of nihilism I'm a moral nihilist and that 
um, basically finds its uh, its roots in um, how we understand morals and culture and society today. Um, for example, a moral nihilist would argue that morals are derived from, uh, or nowadays morals are derived from social, you know, social social constructs and cultural contexts, in the sense that, um, you know, hundreds of thousands of years ago when we were um, Neanderthals and Homo sapiens, you'd have things called natural laws. You know, if someone steals your food, you go and steal it back. If someone's trying to kill you, um, are you not to rise up against them and kill them first? Those would be considered, you know, naturally ingrained laws of of human nature. And so moral nihilists um, argue that the laws that are fundamental to nature, um, you know, morals are derived from them, but morals and laws, for example, today aren't necessarily good or evil inherently. Uh, for example, um, a moral nihilist would argue that um, the act of killing isn't morally good or bad because it is found in nature and it's a, it's a law of nature and that we've only imposed um, the, the ideas of good and bad, um, you know, punishment and praise to make our society a better place or, you know, that's that's the that's that's the concept behind it, but that's kind of what moral nihilism is about. So when you take moral nihilism and practical stoicism, they do kind of interlink when it comes to you know accepting the world and reality as it is and not as we perceive it to be or not as we want it to be, um, and you know following the the ebbs and flows of, of nature and uh, you know the the world as it is rather than you know the a fairy tale that we like to tell ourselves. So that's kind of how I'd answer that question from uh, Abel. So the next question is from Throwing Hammers. And uh, this person asks, do you think humanity's technology uh, will ever reach the point where we're able to escape the Milky uh, Way galaxy before Andromeda consumes our home? And my answer to that was, um, no, I, I don't think we will. Um, going off of the, the physics that I do understand, um, which is, you know, it's, it's not, I'm not, a, I'm not a physicist by any, any means. I'm not qualified to talk about this, but again, this is just a random dude's thoughts on the internet. Um, the reason I say no is because of the speed of light being finite um, and their current understanding of, of physics and how, you know, reality works. And so what I find trippy about it is you know the faster you go to the, towards the speed of light, um, you know from an on a, an observer looking um, towards someone, you know traveling at those velocities, uh, you would see length contract, and for the person traveling, uh, and and also time um, would dilate, and so time would seem to to travel slower for them. But for a person, um, you know, in a spacecraft, for example, going the speed of light, nothing would change. And so if you take that concept, um, if you reach the speed of light, uh, when, you, when you sit down and figure out the equations, what it shows you is that at the speed of light, you exist in a timeless, massless state um, where time doesn't pass and you don't have a mass. And, you know, for, for beings that are made of mass and beings that do age, it just boggles my mind that that's a thing. And I don't think... Um, 
humans will ever travel at that speed or anywhere close to that speed um, due to the profound you know biological impacts it could have on us and again this is all just speculation and things that I've learned from you know um, physics videos and physicists talking about it um, it's just regurgitated info I guess um, and that's personally why I believe we'll, we'll never really leave our galaxy due to the massive massive uh, distances involved unless we make some kind of technological breakthrough where we can like bypass that 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 light barrier there but i don't think relatively speaking and in a, in a relative you know frame reference frame will ever travel faster than light um, which is why my answer is no to that one a great question um so uh, next on the list is the iron kid and he's like elon musk is creating a skynet skynet will take over 2032 that's real, actual, facto, yeah, dig. And uh, you know what, man? We got, we got to, I'm just going to reply the same way I replied during the Reddit session. We got to watch Elon Musk, you know? We'll keep our, our 2 bd eyes on him and uh, hope he doesn't, uh, hope he doesn't create another Skynet. Uh, so the next question is, Ellie Pond asks, what to you is a very lovely day? When this was originally asked, I asked her to be a little bit more specific with her question, but because I'm Scottish, my natural answer to that is um, a day that it's not raining, <laughs> because we get a lot of rain in Scotland. Uh, the next um, question is from, uh, I think it's, I, I, I don't know how to, how to say this person's name, so it's A-N-A-N-O-D-Y-N-E-A-N-A-G-O-G-E, -E -E, so I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce that, not with my accent anyway. Uh, and they asked, uh, why be a nihilist when you can be a based absurdist? And uh, when this person asked this question, I, I didn't, I've never heard of an absurdist before. I didn't know what an absurdist is. Uh, I've since researched it, so I know a little bit about it. Not enough that I'm confident sharing my thoughts on it yet. Um, but they, they brought up a good point that, you know, I am a noob to philosophy. And if anything, this podcast and my Reddit sessions will be me exploring different concepts with different people from different backgrounds, with different perspectives, in order for me to, you know, gain a better understanding um, of of the world and, and, and gain better understanding of different cultures and different walks and ways of life. That's the whole reason I'm doing this, um, especially during a pandemic when, you know, we need to come together as, as, as a species. Um, so, yeah, um, to, to answer that question, I didn't know what an absurdist is. I'm now researching into it, which is uh, wonderful. It's opened my, my mind uh, to a whole new concept of, of philosophy that I never even knew existed. Uh, so thank you for that question, it was awesome. Next on the list, we have someone called Slutty Ankles. <laughs> Great username, by the way. And this person asks, do you believe a god exists? Now, this is, this is a very uh, complex question to approach, because I believe that the concept of god is vastly cultural. Um, you know, different cultures believe in different things when, when you say God. Uh, obviously, you've got the conventional Western viewpoint of Christianity um, and, 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 you know, the God of Christianity. And then you've got the God of Islam. Buddhism doesn't really have a God as per se. Um, and then you've got, you know, Hindu gods, uh, all, all kinds of things. But personally, um, 
my my answer to this question was being a practical stoicist i don't think it's relevant um you know if you're if you're religious and you believe in a god and that gives you faith and gives you hope and you, you are a better person for that more power to you um you're you're welcome to have whatever belief structure you you're inclined to 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 have that's not what i'm saying i'm not um i'm not you know saying that the way i think is is right or wrong or indifferent but i don't think it's relevant in the sense that um there probably is uh some kind of creator but i don't think it's the conventional religious sense of, of an all-seeing omnipotent being i think it's more just a force when i when i refer to a god i'm talking about a, a force or or some kind of phenomenon that gave gave rise to everything we see no one loved it but um i don't think it's relevant in the sense that um we will never find an answer to that question in our lifetime um and so i think it's it's something that we should accept that we're never gonna we're never gonna know um and you know nothing we do will, will give us an answer to that and that's the kind of realistic view on it from, from my perspective anyway uh, and because of that, it's it's not really relevant to how how I live my life. Um, you know, if it's part of you know nature, and it's part of of life, and at one point we will find out, then I'm welcome to that. But I I don't believe it's it's relevant for my life and how I how I lead it uh, in the present. And so you know, believing in a god for me. Uh, conflicts with the stoic kind of principle of you know desire for pleasure uh, and not you know desiring you know pleasure in the sense that um you know if if i'm believing in a god then uh, I, i'm desiring that that god exists to give me you know moral and ethical comfort and so it doesn't really it doesn't really impact my, my day-to-day life uh, it doesn't make my day-to-day life better or worse. Um, and I believe it's it's a question that transcends human consciousness and human thought and goes beyond our, our realm of consciousness and something that we uh, shouldn't really question because it's not a question we can answer um, and has no bearing on, on how we live our lives. I mean, not really. Because um, I, I see religions as a kind of rule book and a, and a way of life. And, you know, deities don't really have an impact on that for me. So I guess that's that's about as roundabout or, or as accurate as, as I can get to the original um, answer for that question from uh, <laughs> Slutty Ankles. Um, so the next kind of question I want to focus on, I'm just scrolling down the, the Reddit feed here. Um, someone, uh, the, the person that brought up the um, absurdist comment, uh, he commented, the person commented again, and they were like, uh, absurdism is basically Camus, if you've read him, and I haven't read him. Um, thank you for bringing that to my attention. It's now I'm going to go into my research about absurdism. Um, and um, it will help me expand my philosophical basis uh, of, of, of understanding, which is awesome. That's why I started the Reddit sessions, because I, I wanted to learn more about, about life and the easiest to you know, best way to do that is by socializing with other people. So, um, the next uh, question is by Ellie Pond, and she's just clarifying her question uh, from earlier about what I consider as a lovely day. 
and she's saying, I will clarify my question more. On a non-rainy day, what do you like to happen slash to do that makes the day good for you? And for me, uh, I answer this question, uh, for me, a good day is about um, what I can do to make the world a better place. And it always kind of has been, you know, whether that's on a small scale from giving someone a compliment, um, you know, to, to, you know, giving money to a charity um, to you know, hand, you know, getting a sandwich for a homeless person, or on a large scale, and I, I mean, I don't really have the resources or the capacity to to think large scale when it comes to you know making the world a better place. Um, but I think for me, uh, a good day is defined by um, what what I've done that day to progress um my own life, understanding and learning, as well as how I've contributed to the world uh hopefully i i want to kind of give more than i take and i guess that's that's how i define a good day from a bad day um yeah i think that's that's about as accurate as i can get from memory about how i answered that question so um the next kind of statement is by uh Louis merks i believe that's how you say it um, if our actions are the product of predeterministic laws of physics, then do we have free will? Um, and then he added, also, I think you froze, M8, because <laughs> um, my, my Reddit sessions were a bit uh, dodgy there uh, for a second, just my connection. Uh, but yeah, um, so this question is, again, this is digging into really deep subjects, and I love this. Uh, I, I think that um, the very action of you know, asking, do we have free will? The, the very act of asking that question is exhibiting that we do have free will because we have the, the, con the, the consciousness and, the, and you know, a level of self-awareness to the point that we can question if what we do is free will or not. And, you know, that in its sense is evidence in itself that we do have free will, at least in, in, in my kind of perspective course there's like like the the person stated there are predeterministic laws of physics that would you know kind of make a very good counterpoint to that but i think at a fundamental level because we're conscious sentient beings that the act of, of of questioning if we have free will is an act of free will in itself so in that i, I think that um we do have free will to an extent uh, so Galv27, next question, just asked me how I'm getting on. Uh, and I thought this was a really grounded, down-to-earth question after all the kind of philosophical talk we had. Uh, they just want to know how I was doing. And to answer that, uh, I've been doing okay. Um, and I kind of, uh, uh, not not the, the best of moods as of late because um, I'm, I'm, I'm unemployed, trying to find a job. Uh, I've got a whole lot of personal stuff going on. Um, but overall... Uh, I'm I'm okay, you know. I'm not going to dwell on on the negative, uh, but I'm not going to you know let my, my, my get you know dragged into uh, a kind of state of forlorn hope, you know. So I, I like to stay at kind of neutral, okayish kind of kind of status emotionally and and, and mentally. Uh, so Ender, L L L L L, you know Ender L, I guess. Um, after my, my comments about uh, free will, 
they stated, uh, so you believe in free will, then you're not a nihilist. Um, and that moral nihilism isn't true nihilism, it's actually illogical in the sense of pure nihilism. And so they also brought up the, the fact that I seem, to be t I seem to be talking more about moral relativism. And so my answer to that was that I'm new on the philosophical circuits. It's only something I've began to think about. It's only something I've began to research into. And so um, true to my stoic beliefs, I'm, I'm trying to progress uh, my knowledge and I want to, to learn from other people um, and welcome it when people challenge how I label things, you know, because uh, I don't know if I'm right or wrong when labeling things. It's just to the best of my knowledge, I'm, I'm labeling it as accurately as I can. And I guess that's that's all any of us can really do um, when it comes to our understanding about certain concepts. Uh, and so with that understanding, we can then um, move forward and learn and build off of mistakes we make or assumptions that, that, we've, that we've made and learn more about concepts that we didn't even know existed. For example, moral relativism. Um, or, or pure nihilism. I have no idea what pure nihilism um, actually is. I'm not sure if he's referring to existential nihilism or not. Um, but that's why, I, that's why I started doing these edit sessions and why I started this podcast, because I love to learn um, from other people and learn from their perspectives and their ways of life. So thank you, Ender, for, for bringing that up. That's, that's an awesome question. Um, so ZDog28 asked me, do I have a moral? Um, and agrees that I need to educate myself a little bit more about philosophy. Um, and for me, I do have a moral system. Yes. Um, it, I guess my 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 moral system. I've kind of went over it a little bit in this podcast already, um, where it sits in the kind of grey area where my morals don't necessarily align with that of of societies. A concept but obviously conforming is is better for a society um and so i i conform socially and culturally and morally because uh it, it's it's better for other people and it's better to to build a society based on these concepts than to build a society that doesn't have an understanding of those concepts so um later on we get ellie pond asking if you were a wizard, what would your Patronus be? And originally, I didn't know what a Patronus was until uh, they mentioned it was a Harry Potter reference, which makes sense because um, I've never actually uh, been much into Harry Potter. I watched a few films and something about uh, a specky kid with a twig just didn't do it for me. <laughs> I'm going to get a lot of hate for that, but that's just the, the way it is. Um, but once they clarified what a Patronus was, I said a cat or a hawk because they're agile, um, they're speedy, they're, they're stealthy, and, and I'd like to think they, they would make a, a good Patronus for me to, to give me a kind of an overview or, or a kind of, um, a kind of, what's the word I'm looking for? Hmm, I can't think of it to head, but yeah, I'd say a cat or, or a hawk or, or something like that. Um, and then Ender actually um, uh, dropped another comment um, about the uh, comments he made about moral nihilism and, and calling me out for my labeling. And he's like, um, he said that he's sorry, he's not trying to be elitist, it's just he studied philosophy for around 12 years. 
Um, and I completely understand. And it wasn't that I thought he was being elitist in any sense of the word, just more um, I'm aware that, you know, being new to philosophy, I will get things wrong. And it's just learning from those mistakes and building on them to better your knowledge base. Uh, so moving on, Mob um, Yadig <laughs> uh, asked how old I am. And uh, I am 23 years old and I turned 23 in July there. So moving on down, um, uh, Dong Song Ma um, said that I sound like a guy from the show His Wife Likes. Um, outlandish on Amazon Prime. I think he means Outlander. Um, and that makes sense because I believe that that's a Scottish show. And I, I also commented that that show is on my list. That ev- you know, that, do you know how that list that everyone has that they don't really have where they put movies and TV shows on? Yeah, well, that's on my list. But it's, it's on my actual list. The list that I will eventually watch, you know, because it's Scottish and I'm Scottish, so why not? And then uh, Zed Dog then commented that I should look into Islam. And I have a, a, a comment on that in the sense that, um, you know, while I, I do have my own belief system, I do own a Bible and a, a Quran and a Torah and uh, various different holy books because I feel it's important to be educated in these subjects, uh, no matter my personal uh, opinion or stance on them. Uh, so that that was an awesome, awesome uh, kind of comment there. So, um, yeah, so I'm just taking a quick look down. Um, and does it matter, though? Um, a, a Reddit user that actually suggested I start this podcast. Thank you for that. Um, he, this person commented why nihilism when absurdism exists. And that ties back into, you know, someone mentioning absurdism before. And me currently doing research into it, so thank you for bringing that up yet again. And then <laughs> we've got Zed Dog uh, saying that his Patronus want he wants the uh, fucking Eagle Force or uh, a freaking Pegasus or something like that. Um, and then uh, Ellie Pond, who originally brought up the Patronus question, wants a lion or a kraken. Awesome choice. Uh, so. Um, scrolling down, it's just a uh, little bit of kind of you know light chat here and there, and then um, Dog Songma drops a comment saying, "Seriously though, you seem like you're searching for more clear wisdom, going through life with a Socratic wisdom, which is the way to do it. You know, uh, you know that you don't know, so you keep searching." And I think he hits the nail right in the head with why I started these Reddit sessions and why I started this podcast. It's to learn more about the, the world. Uh, and lastly, we are going to end on the question of what type of music do I like listening to? And so for me, I'm one of those people, and I think a lot of people can resonate with this. I think a lot of people are the same when I say that I'm not really into one genre, but I do like... I do have a preference for a genre, you know, like, for example, my main, um, you know, choice is rock and roll or classic rock, metalcore, you know, metal, just rock in general is my main kind of genre. But then I also like hip hop uh, and rap music. And I also like country music like Daryl Scott and Johnny Cash. Um, I think the only genre that I consistently don't like would be pop music. Um, don't get me wrong. There are some absolute bangers. Uh, but I think, as a general rule, pop music isn't really something 
uh, that I'm into. And actually, I've just checked the 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 timestamp on this. I'd say we've got a few more minutes to go through 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 a through more. Uh, I'm gonna do that again. Go through a few more questions. There we go. And this is why a Scottish accent, well, it sounds cool, sucks. <laughs> because some consonants and vowels just don't want to behave together. So, um, Dog Songma also asked, uh, do you understand the connection between Plato's Symposium and Naruto? The idea of love not being strictly romantic, but a string of bonds and connections between everything and everyone. And I distinctly remember my answer to this because it's something that resonates with with me in the sense that I believe that love is, is something is something else entirely. It's something that transcends human consciousness. And my reasoning for that is a lot of people claim that, that love and other emotions are just chemical reactions in the brain that drive humans um, to, you know, procreate or to, you know, form social groups for self-defense and things like that, like friendships and romantic relationships. So these emotions are, are, are basically for survival and I don't believe that's the case um, because while emotions have social utility like that the one thing that kind of throws a, a spanner in the works is there's no social utility of loving someone after they've, they've passed away or after they've died and so to me that makes love something more than just a social utility um, and I don't think we'll ever truly understand uh, the meaning of it uh, we can get glimpses of joy uh, and glimpses of its true nature and relationships that we share with other people but i don't think we'll truly ever understand what it is because i think it transcends our consciousness in a way that um, we can experience but in a way that we don't understand and so uh that's uh <laughs> the last one um last comment was dog some going my boy went r slash dmt on the speed of light i love it <laughs> Uh, talking about you know back when I was talking about uh, the speed of light being massless and and timeless, so that, that was an awesome little comment that I just love to finish this podcast on. So uh, this is the first episode of uh, the thought sessions, conversations about all things life. Uh, so if you like this, be sure to um, hop over on Reddit for when I go live, and you can join in the conversation. My Reddit is u slash s media. Um, I'll put the in the, I'll put it in the description of the uh, podcast itself and the episode description and all that kind of good stuff. Um, so I'll see you on over there uh, if you want to have a conversation with me and take part. Um, but essentially, what I'm going to do is after every um, Reddit session, I'm going to record a podcast episode summarizing the 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 main key questions that I found interesting from that particular um, Reddit session. I want to do one last shout out to um, you slash does it matter though um, for suggesting that I set up a podcast because um, without his suggestion or their suggestion sorry um, I probably wouldn't be doing this uh, I'm only really doing it because um, people found it interesting like I wanted to learn more and people have encouraged me to to take this step and so here we are so uh, thank you for listening uh, be sure to tune in for the next episode I'll usually have episodes out um, um, I'm going to try starting for, you know, a few episodes a week um, and we'll see how it goes uh, that way and see how doable that is um, for the long haul. So thank you for listening. Uh, do check out my Reddit uh, 
uh, I'll just repeat that so I read it is uh, you slash Stuart S dash media and Stuart is spelled so I'll just spell it for you so it's S-T-E-W-A-R-T-S dash media so you can join me over on Reddit follow me there for when I go live and join in the conversation so uh, until the next episode uh, you guys stay awesome out there stay safe and uh, keep on thinking